Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Basketball is back and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to Bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show where, of course, we talk and Wax Poetic about the Arizona Cardinals here in the metropolitan Phoenix area. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is a man who played not only professional baseball, but also he played in the National Football League in that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. He is none other than Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? Oh, man, watch those players uh, put those... uh... Uh, trash bags to use at the end of the season, putting off. It was funny, Quentin. He's watching guys like you know taking trash bags out of facilities. Like, what are they doing? I was like, it's moving day, bro. Yeah, <laughs> for the yeah. quarter card, it's moving day this past weekend. So yeah, so so we do this thing two times a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Now we're in the off season, but during the season we do it Mondays and Thursdays. And so Monday is typically is the re, the reaction to the most recent game in our thoughts and in our in our observations based off of that. And then Thursday is typically looking ahead to the next opponent. But because we have the Cardinals, we had hard knocks in season with the Cardinals this season, we decided to make it more of a, a reaction to the most recent episode. But there have definitely been some, and then maybe touch on the next opponent and maybe some of the issues or things that have been going on this week. So this is going to be a chock full show with the time that we have before we get into the show. Uh, let's get into some of the developments that have come since our last show. So uh, easy. The, the coach and the GM are no longer with the team. If you, and so maybe I'll mix it a little bit. So, so I, I guess I lied a little bit, but if we're, if we're looking at the, the look on Cliff Kingsbury's face, he looks like a he looks as if the pressure, the weight of the world was on him. When you look sometimes his eyes look a little bit sunken. And so that maybe it was a maybe it was a correct uh, observation or maybe it was a little bit off. Your thought I wanted to get your thoughts on that, but but uh Cliff and Steve Kime are gone, and so they're looking for a new GM and a new head coach. I I I would imagine, I don't want to put words into your mouth that you weren't that you weren't surprised by those developments on black Monday. Not at all. Uh, and you know, the, the, the look on Kingsbury's face 
Jay, for anybody who's watching Hard Knocks all the way through the last half of the season, that was a look. It's not a look that happened overnight. That's a look that the last seven losing weeks, mm. uh, 14 and 13, uh, four and 13 season, yeah. that's the look that will, or that that's a season that will put those looks on your face. It's one of those things, man. You know, people think that, you know, like most people, they go to work, you know, they finish the job, they go home, uh, you know, they leave it behind. Yeah. Um, for an NFL coach and even for players, coaches, you know, it, it you don't leave it behind. You take that stuff home with you because it is so magnified. You know, everything you do is public facing. Uh, so even as a player, every day you go to work to practice, to put your best foot forward, to only have it critiqued at the end of the day on film, and then you go do your actual job on a Sunday, and you come in on Monday, and it's critiqued to the point where, you know, you might have thought you had a good game sometime. Mm-hmm. You go home, you're like, damn, you know, you graded out horribly. Just because, obviously, you know, there's nitpicking or stuff like that, but it is all so public. And yeah. for Kingsbury, man, he's been wearing this on his face for weeks. And when it's finally done, when you see – how draining it is. And you see the, obviously, you know, he addresses the coaches at the end there real quick, almost an empty room. Cause all the players pretty much, they came into their exit interviews. And in an instance where the head coach is fired, what they normally try to do is head him off. Cause he's not even charged with doing the exit interviews anymore. Okay. EM's not there. So they did some facsimile of probably position coach addresses each player individually, you know, uh, Cliff is no longer with us, that type of thing. He gets to talk to the coaches on the way out the door. But you can tell, man, it just wore on him. And it just, it can suck the life out of you. And to a certain degree, you're almost like you're glad they put him out of his misery. Because yeah. you and I talked about this last week. When they, when Black Monday comes, there are some coaches that just know it's coming. There's some that dangle in the wind. And, you know, it might be a few days they have to have a conversation with ownership. Which is, which is a terrible way to go about it because you should yeah. know by the end of the season. You oh, look know. what they did to Lovey Smith. I Man, mean, Lo- Lovey knew what they was going to do to him. So he said, That's why he got oh, him on the way check out Check this door. out, yeah. player. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but so, yeah, everybody, you know, you have a feeling. Cliff, you know, they were doing those interviews with him, you know, a few days prior to even heading over to uh, Sam Fran, and I'm pretty sure he felt the heat, the, the hammer coming. It's just when it finally happens, and we've all been there before, Jay. I've been, you know, in positions where this just isn't working out, whether it's a job or relationship or whatever, and you got to have those talks and you know it's coming. And as soon as it's over, man, you're like, you know what I feel? You might, you might get the, the, the tears might come initially, but five minutes away from that building or away from that, Whoever it was, you're like, right. man, I feel whole, man, I feel so much better. You got a little extra bounce in your step. Now, here's the thing. I want yeah. us to all think about this. Yeah. Cliff, you saw the house Cliff lives in, right? That, that yes, beautiful. Sir. And you know, they still owe him $30 million over the next four years, right? 7.5 large per four years. Do the math on that. Yes, they owe that man $30 million. So it's not like he's not walking away without any parting gifts. And it's not like we should feel. Man, poor Cliff. Cliff is going home to his multi-million dollar estate. And yeah. for the next four years, you know, barring he does anything stupid, because I think all he has to do is go take a job in college and he can still collect his four large, whatever it is. Go so to let's not feel from Starbucks. Starbucks. Let's not feel bad for Cliff because in the end, the only thing he's not gonna be doing is coaching the Cardinals. He's still gonna be getting that paycheck for the next four 
uh, years and still has other options ahead of him as well. Because I know he's going to be a very popular, let's just say, in the college ranks, I think he's going to be very popular. You think uh, so? Oh, yeah. 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 And so let me yeah. let me ask you this though, but so I know you mentioned in terms of there's there's the there's the golden parachute of that contract, that guaranteed contract. But what about the the reality that you failed given the task that you were that you were given? You can't look at if you're a head coach, you can't look at it as a failure because most head coaches are hired to be fired. Mm. I mean, think about you know, Bill Belichick and a few of those others are the rare ones that can walk away when they want to walk away. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, even Jimmy Johnson, he won what two Super Bowls. Yeah. And and then led him to another one before he was escorted out the door. You you wouldn't call him a failure. Just it didn't work out in that position or that particular uh, uh, organization. But it is what it is, man. And I guarantee you, for even for Clint Kingsbury, because, you know, he's got to have his exit interviews. Uh, if he's going to interview to go somewhere next, they're going to ask him all the pertinent questions. And he'll have answers on the ready. And quite honestly, let's not pretend like this is all Cliff Kingsbury's fault. Okay. It isn't. I mean, okay. you know, you got a Steve Kime who's getting to walk away, step yeah. away. Yeah. But in all actuality, you look at what Kime put together over these last few years and how he put it together. And, you know, we talk about all the time, just, you know, you look at the draft picks, you look at the, uh, the free agents, you look at the, and there's, there's a whole lot of people, players included and bid well, because, you know, you can't ownership just because you own it and you write the checks and you're not on the field. Maybe, you're the one who brought some of these people in here and gave them the freedom to do what they wanted to do handed out extensions, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, you know, from ownership all the way down to players, there's some blame to be had by everybody, uh, some more than others, Others, obviously. Uh, for one, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, hold your head up. You got this organization, uh, you know, a couple steps further than most thought you would. You got into a playoff appearance last year. That's not an easy – that's not a small task. You know, you think about where this organization has come over the last bunch of years, you know, now have they taken steps back? Yeah, but they did take at least a step or so forward in his reign. No problem is they took one step forward and then four backwards. That's the problem. Mm. Along with a whole bunch of, like I said, there's a lot of blame to go around, but, you know, hold your head up, Cliff. Go cast that check every two weeks for the next four years and live in that big, beautiful home. You're going to be all right. You said you ain't even sing Paula Abdul. You sing one step forward, four steps back instead of two well, steps. Well, if you think about it, it had, but think about it though, Jay. I mean, where this organization was, yeah. you can say, okay, you look at where they started on the path to, yeah, and where they are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they they have taken some serious steps back. You're, there's a lot less uh, confidence in your quote unquote franchise quarterback. You no longer have a head coach in place. You no longer have a GM in place. You got an owner that's starting from scratch, trying to fill both those positions, and you got a roster that is trash. Think about it. I'm I'm serious. Think about the free agents. We got issues with our old wide receivers. We got an issue with our, um, you know, our I guess aging defensive linemen is leaving. You know, we're we're yeah. missing a whole bunch of pieces. And right. it's, it's not like there's 
the 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 cupboard is bountiful. We are it's empty in here, and they got a lot of work to do just to get it back to respectable. So you mentioned the quarterback. I want to get to that in a little bit, and also get into some some of the speculation about coaching hirings. But you did mention so you you did mention Kime, and so if nothing else, when we're looking at when we're thinking about as we try to kind of blend the two with uh, Hard Knocks in season, we know that time is gone. Um, and and so this is the team that, you know, that he had put together. There were some injuries. And so when I mentioned those things, but also I thought about you, the when it, when everything was announced, your change, your, your midstream change to say what, no, we can't, but to yes, we can. But what does, what does the, what is the legacy of Steve Kime? If you look at, you know, from when he started to, you know, he brought on, you know, Ken Wisenhunt, he brought on, he, he did bring on, uh, what's my man from, from Carolina. Um, goodness gracious. Why am I, why, why am I forgetting my black man? But, uh, Wilkes. We, Wilkes. So we, yeah. we brought on Wilkes. He also brought on, brought in, um, um, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. But what is the legacy? If you think about GMs and what their legacy is, what's the legacy when you think of Cliff Kingsbury? Um, is he, is he av- or- I mean, Steve Kahn, when you think of like, is he average, below average, above average? When you think of what is, what is the legacy that Steve Kahn leaves behind? Well, I think in the, you have to look at it. You always talk about from the macro and the micro, right? Yes, sir. Well, for this organization, we still haven't won a, t- a title. There's no championship here. Right. Um, did get to a Super it, is, Bowl under his leadership. We did get to it, and I was leading toward that. Yes, sir. We did get to a Super Bowl under him, but has he left the organization in a better place than when he got here? Mm. And I would have to say barely, if that. Okay. I would say that he's done some good, he's done some bad, Um. It's almost like being in a relationship, Jay. Okay. You know, we've had some good ones and we've had some bad ones. And yes, sir. There, there's some oh, goodness in, in my path. <laughs> in my you path. Take a deep breath. Well, no, because in my path, I would dare say that there's a few young ladies that think very fondly of me because I treated them with nothing but respect. Right. I never did anything dastardly. Yes. And then there's a few Great that are like that Great low word. down, dirty dog. Yeah, and it's a mix. And for most, I would say, well, you know, Kime was okay, you know. But there are some that are going to say, look what you've done over the last few years, and not just what you've done over the last few years. They look where you left us. Okay, you left us in a hole in terms of our, you know, we owe a a, a head coach that you signed to an extension. Yeah. We owe him thirty million dollars. Yeah. We have a petulant. You know, I don't even know the words you want to use for Murray. Injured, um, spoiled, run Real down quick, the list so of want, Since you mentioned him, I'm, I want to ask you this. So we know he got the, the surgery from the from the Cowboys doctor. Mm-hmm. We know he's not, at least right now, not rehabbing with the team. Yeah. Do you, is that okay with you? Or do no. you, I, I've heard people that say they don't have, they, they don't like that. Absolutely don't like it. And even Bidwell mentioned he yes. would like him to be here. And, I mean, you know, you put 20, 230 large into Ooh. somebody, 160 guaranteed. You would I'm want kicking. him here I'm in kicking. the facility so we can keep an eye on you. We can rehab you. Can do it. 
and you can't even. So what leads you to believe that anything is going to change with Murray moving forward? You know, we can hear all the, you know, yes. the, the, the talk on him, yeah. you know, and he's pretty much, he's going to be, he's going to do him. Yeah. And, and for me, this is just step one in terms of you look back and you're like, how, how stupid do you guys feel now? You have what, you know, this is a, one of the biggest mistakes that any organization can make. Not, and here's the thing. You had every right to give them the money. You didn't have to give it to them this early, this yeah. early. Yeah. And all you did was perpetuate him being him. And he's going to show you how much, you know, respect he has for you. But by all honesty, man, he should have had the surgery done by Cardinal doctors. So they had, Rehab set up here to be here. I'm pretty sure with 160 guaranteed, I'm sure pretty sure you got a nice, big, beautiful house here that you could stay in, go to the facility every day, get your rehab in. And then when you go home, you can play all the, uh, what's that one he loved to play? Uh, what um, is it? Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. You can play all the Call of Duty you want on your big screen here. But, you know, it, it just, to me, is just more evidence that, I'm not sure if they even feel they've signed the right dude up moving forward, meaning for all this money and what he's going to mean for this organization moving forward. So I want to transition to a little bit about kind of the personnel aspect of things, but just, just a quick kind of answer. Kime gets another job in this league? Question mark. Uh, For health reasons, I would hope he would sit down for a little bit and not even address that. If those are the true reasons why he stepped away. He's been with this organization so long, Jay. 20 plus almost, years. Yeah, that he's almost tied to it. So it's almost like eh, you're, you're a company man. Now. You're a cardinal man. Because I even heard that he might t- he, there's a possibility he might c- take a role, a lesser role in the organization. So that leads me to believe that he would probably – be considered damaged goods somewhere else. They're probably, he's probably forever tied to the Cardinals when you put that many years in. And I think he'll probably, if he takes a role, it'll be some type of advisory role with Bidwell rather than go somewhere else. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So we know Cliff Kingsbury is out. There's, I, I heard, uh, what is it? My man Reese that used to be with the Giants, the GM there is is maybe pot rumored to be in consideration. But of course, what we talk about the the things that move the needle, oh, we talk about the next coaches. Um Sean Payton, it was rumored today that that the Cardinals received permission to go after Sean Payton. I I often wonder if going after that nice big shiny object is the way to go. How do you feel about that? And then there will all there would have to be more most assuredly some type of co- draft compensation to be able to land Sean Payton Cardinals have the number three pick in the first round. I wouldn't give up the number three pick for, you know, a first round pick for Sean Payton, but it, I, I just wonder because, because he has success with Drew Brees. I don't know if that was sometimes things are ha- happenstance or they're it's, it just, the stars align. So cool. I have this great philosophy I we happen to get this quarterback because you know they wanted um what's my man from man from Minnesota uh big big um, a big black man from from uh, from Minnesota that ended up going to to the Dolphins it'll come to me in a little bit but there was there was kind of a debate in terms of whether to get Breeze or that gentleman and so that's the thing but what do you think about Sean Payton 
What, how do you feel here's about the, it? Here's the thing, Jay. You, unless you're talking about bringing Sean Payton in as the GM and coach, you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot even address the coaching position mm. until you get the GM or slash GM coach position filled because you're not going to want to hire a coach and then go hire a GM and he has to settle for whoever you picked as the coach. So first things first, like I said, if you're bringing Sean Payton in to be, you know, uh, GM and coach, which I, I'm not a big fan of that, when there's all the duties, there's just too much duties and too many things that have to be accounted for. Unless you're planning on doing that with him, there's no reason, and I mean zero reason to even talk coach. Until you Dante get the, Culpepper, by the way. Dante Culpepper, yeah. yeah. Until you get the uh, GM position filled, um, and and then along that manner, you have to you get the GM position filled. You then have to get a coach that is going to one hundred percent buy into Kyler Murray. Yes. So there's so many different factors, and Kyler Murray has to buy into him as well because it has to be because because he's he's signed, he got that guaranteed money. So that's that that's one of those things, well, right? I said something to somebody earlier today. Owners own, mm. pay the bills. Yeah. GM's GM, you go hire people, take care of personnel, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Coaches coach, players play. Whoever, in my opinion, and I understand you want somebody that aligns with Murray and his athletic ability and stuff like that, but at some point, we're out here in the Valley, you're going to have to get to a point where that young man is going to have to play forever for whoever and get along with. Yeah. You put in that position as head coach. If your whole thing is, well, we got to make sure he gets along with Kyler, then you're basically cutting whoever that the new head coach, you're basically hamstringing him from the beginning because yeah. it's not, he's got to figure out a way to work with Murray. No, Kyler Murray, you need to figure out how to work with whoever your head coach is mm-hmm. because regardless of how much money you make, there is a hierarchy. It yeah. should it, you like I said you want them to get along, but he doesn't have to be your friend. He's mm-hmm. got to be the person who's directing not just you, but this entire. We forget we're always talking about well, he's got to get along with Murray, or does he have to get along with um, whoever the star defensive player Buda Baker as well? Mm-hmm. Buda is just as important a cog as Kyler Murray. I know he's not franchise quarterback, but at some point we got to start babying this kid and make him man up and. You know, except card coaching. But does that who- money, the fact that they gave him that money, does that does that cut them off at the knees? It cuts you off the knees if that's what you want it to be, Jay. Okay. I mean, if if you if this is the, that's the type of organization and the type of head coach you you I heard somebody uh, uh, somebody asked me earlier. I did a podcast. Uh, oh, I heard a rumor that they might bring Lincoln Riley in. I what I mean, what? basically. Well, I'm just saying it's a yeah. but. It's the same. I mean, you might as well just kept Cliff Kingsbury then. If you're going to bring the same type of person in here to work with the same young man with the same type of attitude, don't tell me that you're going to add two and two together and get, you know, six. Yeah. It's going to be the same four that we've seen over the last four years. You yeah. need to go find somebody who can, one, coast it. One, has a respect of not just Kyler Murray in that, locker room, but yeah. has the ability to gain and consistently get the respect of every person, every player that walks through that door, yeah. not just your star quarterback. He's got to make sure he's got to be able to walk in and 
demand respect from every person that he is eventually going to have on that roster. And whoever does come in, whether they're here or coming, meaning Kyler Murray or whoever free agents or anybody you bring in, they've got to know who the alpha is in this room and who the alpha is when it comes to running this organization. Cliff Kingsbury was not it. Cliff Kingsbury, remember you and I talked about it a few weeks ago, you know, he was like, I'm trying to treat you all as equals. You know, that's your biggest mistake. You're not equals with these dudes. You are the alpha. You are the dog when you walk in that room. He could never do it. Now, if you want to bring another dude in there that wants to be friends and buddies and equals with Kyler Murray and make sure he doesn't piss off our young quarterback, go right ahead. We'll be talking about the same thing in four years. So I got to ask you this, because before before we head out of here, when it comes to that that Kyler Murray question mark, because again, because he's injured, it's we're not going to know because he, we could bring in somebody who has all the right, let's say, checks off all checks, you know, checks every box. And in this, whoever the backup quarterback is, they're doing great. And then you bring in your, you know, $160 million guaranteed quarterback in and he has pushback on it. There's definitely, there's going to be some question marks. But one of the things that I'm curious about is that when you're looking at, you know, the, the makeup of the team, the, 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 the coach, when you talk about how you interact with the team, What's what is that like? What is what is the expectation when the new coach comes in to not say because you you heard about the you know the the quarterback the the player friendly coaches or those that are you know maybe a coach maybe the coach didn't want to ruffle any feathers when it came to to Kyler Murray. You saw some of the things the interactions with Cliff Kingsbury and and I wonder if he got to the point where even if he wanted to change his style or his approach he was too far into it with being mr lax and next thing you know it was just you know you just got to accept your fate what is that like when you're coming in the door as that new voice that new coach to try to get you going in the right direction it depends what your voice is imagine just let let me give you a scenario jay what if something crazy happened with the Pittsburgh Steelers and mike tomlin was all of a sudden on the uh, uh, the market and the Cardinals were lucky enough to get a Mike Tomlin. You think Mike Tomlin would have a problem coming in here and letting his voice be heard? Yeah. His voice would be the only one in the room, man. Not, I mean, whereas if you're going to get a Cliff Kingsbury who's trying to figure it out yeah. and who's not quite sure and he wants to be equals with his players and you know, then that's what you get there. I mean, and that's the problem that lies the problem that lies ahead of the Cardinals, there aren't many Mike Tomlins out there. Mm. There aren't many Bill Belichick's out there. Now, Bill's voice, now he's been there in, in, in uh, New England so long, it might starting to be getting stale and maybe he's feeling his own funk a little more. You know, anytime you start going and hiring your defensive coordinator, sure. your offensive coordinators and stuff like Ooh. that. But I guarantee yeah. you when Bill walks in the room still in New England, Every like if there's a whole bunch of chatter going on in there, it stops when Bill walks in the room. I guarantee you when uh, Mike Tomlin walks in the room in Pittsburgh, it stops. And you know, there are times when you know he knows the temperature of the room. You walk in, and it's not time for me to put my foot down. And people talking but when he finally taps that thing on the uh, the, the, the ring the on the yeah. On, yeah, that's when everybody looks up and they're like, "Yes, it's Mr. Tomlin, Coach Tomlin is talking." And we all need to shut 
up, you know, and there's a few other coaches throughout the league. And there are some young ones that are, that are getting into that, you know, because the, the thing about the NFL right now, there's a lot of young coaches. You're talking about guys in their thirties, some of them who are younger than some of the players on their rosters. So, you know, back in my day, you know, you walked in this room. Then you got to really put your foot down. If you're going to do it like that, you got to really make sure you put that, that yeah. Mac, Mac hand down. Exactly. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's a new age, but the coach, in my opinion, still, he should still hold that same, I don't even know the word, um, aura, respect, respect, um, you know, all the above when it comes to his players respecting him and knowing their place and him, him also knowing his place. That's the problem. I don't think some of these young coaches, know their place yet or the uh you know the 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 weight that they should carry okay so now like i said it's everybody that's like some of these young parents you know i want my my son or my i want my child to to know that i'm their friend you know you you and i had to talk about this not too long ago i was dealing with some of my son right my son i'm not his friend my son i'm I'm his friend way down the list of things that i am to him yeah. His father, he needs to respect me. Um, I am the uh, I am the authority within the four walls of my house. Run down the list, you know. Yes, so yes, you know that same goes for some of these coaches. But like I said, they're they're just not quite there. Cliff Kingsbury obviously wasn't there. He yeah. and I'm not sure if he'll ever get there in the professional game. Now you take Cliff Kingsbury and you put him back in college, you know. Hey, you know these kids. When you say 17, 18, 19 years old getting on campus, you know, there's a little fear in them, you know, and he, you know, that's Coach Kingsbury. These dudes, they're like, that's just Cliff. You know, it's like, that's just Cliff. Ooh. I didn't even coach. Can that's that change? Cliff. Can that change with the next opportunity? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there Absolutely. with the next opportunity to yeah. say, all right. So y'all might know y'all might know me from my from my roles in this you know and, and Mama's got to go and 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 my brother yeah. my brother is a is a crack addict but I am starring in this role and this is how I'm going to approach it. Can that change? Absolutely, can. But that means that Cliff has to learn the lessons from his first experience here with yeah. the Cardinals. You can't. I mean, you know, he's got. I'm pretty sure now. Once again, right now it was a Wednesday evening. He's sitting in his big beautiful home mm. probably doing a little reflecting and yeah. i guarantee you bro he's running through the list of if i had to do all again these are things i would do these are things i wouldn't do or or is it man i just need a better group of players that understand the way that i coach and so that way they can understand when i give them this 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 leeway when i give them this this breath of of responsibility that they can understand that so that's what i need i mean can it can it be both can 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 you can you see him doing this man if i if i just get with the right team that understands the way i coach as opposed to i have to change the way that i coach here's the thing jay you and i've been in positions before where we've done something and yes. we've done it to the fullest of our abilities and we yes. knew when we got a raw deal now, the only person, because I've been there, I've been on the way home from opportunities, and I've been like, man, you know, you go through it in your head, and the first thing is, you know, the only person that you're fooling, if you want to pretend like you did a great job or did everything, you is yourself. Now, if Cliff wants to be, if he, if he is in his place right now with that $200 bottle of scotch, right, and he's sitting there thinking, 
man, I did everything I was supposed to do. And they, I just, man, you are fooling yourself. If you're sitting there and you're saying, you know what? Let me get a sheet of paper and write down the things that I did well, the things I didn't, the things if I do have another opportunity, these are the things I'm going to change. These are the things I'm going to emphasize even more, meaning run through all those lists. And if you're honest with yourself, you know what you did. You know how you did it. If, If Cliff, for one second, thinks that the only thing he needed was better players or this opportunity, if I only had this, then, man, then you're only fooling yourself because all you need to do, Cliff, if you're listening, turn on hard knots and, and watch how you did not I ain't gonna lie, run. dog. This last, this most recent episode, I felt, I, I could look at his eyes and I could, I could almost, I could empathize because I, I had been there in a management situation one time where I just thought, man, I, I, the weight of the world was on my shoulders and I, and you could probably see, and my wife could see it in my face, but it was my fault. It was my fault. He did but, a bad job, bro. Man, he did a horrible job. He didn't hit one. I guarantee you, if he had a chance to go back, let's just say one of the, the, the simplest things he could have done, Jay, run your practices and your camps Whoa. according to how you wanted to run them. Not because the Rams, they won a Super Bowl and they didn't play anybody in the offseason. Uh, Nah, you walk in day one and say, hey, look, fellas, this Preach. is how we're running camp this year. Preach. This is what we're going to do. I don't Preach. care what the Rams did last year. We're not the Rams. They won a Super Bowl last year. We didn't win Man. a Super Bowl. So you know what we're going to do? My starting quarterback, we're going to get some reps in game one. Might play a series or two. Game two, we're going to play uh, maybe a quarter. Game three is dress rehearsal. This is just so you all know, this is how we're running things right here. Not, well, how could I ask my players to go out there and play in the preseason when the Rams didn't, mm. you know, they the, bruh. Why, why you got to bring up old stuff? I'm just saying. Why that's just one example stuff? of if you're Cliff Kingsbury, man, you need to really, whatever game plan you had, man. you need to scrap that whole thing and start from scratch. And that includes if you go get a job in college. You need, to, you need to start from scratch because what that was you weren't working with, it wasn't working for anybody. Mm. Well, we working for everybody. So this has been Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. That is Ed Smith. He is cold-blooded like a Rick James <laughs> song. You know, Google it, cold-blooded. So he is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. We are presented by Bet Online, And as, uh, you know, we bring do this thing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays, and we'll continue to do that. So we gonna you know you know so be ready when I when I hit you up Ed don't don't be oh yeah no we got playoffs and stuff to march through don't, plus don't you got my calls fool nah plus you know Jay I mean just just because the season's over don't mean the news is gonna stop <laughs> we got a whole bunch of stuff to be filtering through especially Andre Hopkins who's talking about he don't want to be here you know all this we got a whole bunch of stuff we are gonna continue to talk through all through the off season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will. So we are presented by Bet Online, and as we always like to say around this time, oh, hey, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on here. I believe in the Arizona Cardinals, B L E A V. But uh, as we always like to say around this time, are you kidding? So we see you again. Be easy out there. Swimsuit check. Sunscreen check. Phone charger check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.